on ktalk.co.za, on the app, on DSTV Channel 885, and across the city on 567 AM. Well, every Saturday on Weekend Breakfast, uh, our host Sarah Jane McQuala-King shares her three top picks uh, to do in and around the Western Cape. And in the event uh, that you would like any of your top picks featured uh, on this particular show on Sarah Jane McQuala-King's top picks, you can send an email to vickys at primemedia.co.za. That's vickys at primemedia.co.za. And we kick off every Saturday morning with the top three picks to do in and around the Western Cape this weekend. And if you lose, if you're at a loose end, um, here are three of the suggestions for this particular weekend. Uh, this morning, one of the organizers, Mo Adams, joins me on the line to chat about the Makers Halal Market happening today and tomorrow. And it happens at the waterfront. Mo, a very good morning to you and welcome to Cape Talk. Thank you too. Mo, um, th- this is the second market, uh, if I'm not mistaken. The first market was an absolutely uh, fantastic s- success, and uh, there's been a call out for a second market. So, why specifically a halal market at the VNA waterfront? Um, so, the first market was phenomenal. Um, the community received it really, really well, and there was a large outcry from the community to have another one and another event of this standard, of this level, um, a curated space where we showcase the top halal vendors within Cape Town. The organiser of uh, the Makers Halal Market, uh, Mo Adams, chatting to us this morning. Mo, um, the, you know, the, the V&A Waterfront um, takes me back many, many years ago when we started uh, Voice of the Cape, uh, the, uh, the sort of community radio station out there, and they've, they've always had this leaning towards the community um, at, at the time. So... Uh, collaboration with the V&A Waterfront because I think what we also sometimes forget, Mo, is that we have quite a, a lot of visitors from the Dubai area, from the east, from you know Saudi Arabia and so on. And there's a massive market and a massive need for, for a market like this in Cape Town, isn't it? That's correct. So um, as a co-owner of Conscious Meat Merchants, which find ourselves within the Makes Lang district, we find the need for halal, uh, top halal restaurants. And within seeing this need, and obviously, like you say, uh, guests from the Middle East, as well as the local Cape Townians, there's a huge outcry for a premium destination. And that's uh, one of the reasons we created the market. What is on offer at the market, Mo? Ah, that's a fantastic question. <laughs> so of course, it all starts with food. Everything revolves around food within our community. So we've got the top uh, vendors from Cape Town, and we have a few, a few from uh, up north as well. Um, but besides food, we have clothing on showcase. We have some cultural stuff, some flowers. Um, we've got um, lots of cakes and treats. And without saying that, those are curated vendors. And then we'll also have the vendors that currently trade at Maker's Landing as tenants as well, showcasing their foods. Mm. There's always a, a room, and, and if I look at, you know, if you, if, if you go into Mitchell's Plain, for instance, or you go into, uh, you know, Rylands, Gatesville, those areas, there, there's always fantastic somebody doing something at home baking some That's wonderful correct. cakes, making some nice uh, stuff. You know, I was reading uh, an article where somebody started his, uh, his Akani business with 350 rand in his pocket and nobody would actually give him credit, uh, meat on credit, and he started his business with that. I think it's just down um, where, where the checkers is in, in, in the Gatesville area, that gentleman. 
there's always these stories. Have you sourced any of those ladies yes, who, who really bake those fantastic pies with the amazing pastry? So just to start off the story, um, our, our business started as a, up as a pop-up. Um, so it's a, what do you want to call it, the side hustle that my friend and myself started, my business partner. And it started up as a pop-up from our house and it grew into a restaurant. It grew into a restaurant in Cavendish and then it eventually landed up in the Woodfront. So we are one of those stories from starting off from nothing and actually growing into uh, being a tenant at the Woodfront. Mm. The, the the local yeah the local sorry the local community is is also sometimes incredibly important. So you know, did you ask the community and say, "What uh, is it?" So basically, the community is the ones who determine what vendors actually apply or what vendors get curated in the space. Because without the community support and without uh, giving them all them what they need, we wouldn't have this market today. So we found the loophole or the, actually the niche market of what the outcry for the community is. Um, the community is looking for the unique products that's not always accessible. And those stories of the, the, the lady starting off at home that can't showcase herself. So we're giving her the opportunity to actually showcase a product at the awesome market at the prestigious event like the VNA Woodfront. Mm. And and your your uh, you know your your outlook for this is it going to be a once a month thing or are you trying to make it more of a permanent thing? <laughs> um, at, at the moment, it will be a seasonal event. Um, so we've got the summer market, and hopefully we'll have a winter market, um, and then we'll see how far we take the partnership with the Woodfront. Hopefully, we will get the permanent space. Mo Adams chatting to us this morning is the organizers of uh, organizer of the Makers Halal Market, and uh, the market is at the VNA Waterfront. Doors open at nine thirty on both days. That's today and tomorrow uh, until nine p.m. And then, of course, on Sunday it's nine thirty until five p.m. Entry is absolutely free for this particular event. And of course, Mo, all all the best, and um, uh, we we hope to to see you probably over the weekend. Maybe I'll make a turn out there. Thank you so much. Just in closing, we're situated at Maker's Landing, which is the Cape Town Cruise Terminal uh, within the Waterfront Precinct. Maker's Landing, that's where you'll find this market happening, and that is the halal market, um, which is obviously not exclusively just for halal, but the stuff tastes so nice in that area. This is Cape Talk. Coming up 19 minutes past 7 o'clock on a Saturday morning, the first Saturday of February. Gosh, you can't believe it. We, we into February already, but obviously, uh, payday has arrived and come after like 432 days in January. Your payday has arrived and, uh, this is something in, in, in the pocket. So we've got top three picks for you, um, over this particular, uh, uh morning, uh, and we'll tell you exactly where to go and what to enjoy. The vegan foods, uh, the vegan goods actually, and thrift market at the range in Tokai. Joining me on the line this morning, uh, about the vegan goods and thrift market happening today in Tokai is the organizer, Sean Robertson. Sean, very good morning to you and, and welcome to Cape Talk. And a very good morning to you too. How are you doing? Um, all good. And uh, 2023, happy 2023 to you. And uh, I hope it's going to be a fantastic. Um, this is this is a, a, a collaboration between yourself and the Thrift Festival to bring, you know, bringing us another ultimate sustainable market experience. Uh, tell us about the market. 
Yes, that is correct. So our market happens every first Sunday of the month at the range in Tokai. And it is a full sustainable experience where you get to experience not just a support for the local vendors, but a support for local vendors that are offering sustainable offerings, cruelty-free offerings that ranges from food and beverage to home and body. And also with our collaboration with the Thrift it allows us to bring an even um, extended leg of sustainability by supporting vendors who are um, trading cruelty-free clothing, uh, upcycled clothing, um, second-hand clothing, and all locally made. Um, so it's a full unsustainable experience for people to come and enjoy where you can come and chill in a very safe space, a very inclusive space, a space where you can, you know, Come and bring your dogs, making sure that they are on a leash, of course, bringing your family members, anybody and everybody, um, just to come and enjoy and have a good Sunday out. We've got live entertainment. There's kiddies um, entertainment as well. And it's just all good vibes all around with a beautiful setting of um, Cape Town, Cape Town's nature in the backdrop. Mm. I, I see you putting down PlayStations and game for the kiddies, all supervised. And then on the other hand, again, a, a bar with vegan friendly wines and beers. And yes, this, yes. this has become a very big thing, Sean, in, in terms of, uh, because I, you pick up a, a slab of Cadbury chocolate these days and it says ethically sourced cocoa. So it, it's become a, a huge, um, you know, phenomenon in and around not only Cape Town, but globally in the world. Uh, that people are looking for alternatives to, um, you know, to, to the meat-eating uh, side of, 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 of things. No, definitely. Um, I fully agree with you. Um, and I wouldn't even just say it's uh, ever since the pandemic has started, people have become a bit more conscious about, you know, the things that they're consuming. But as the years have gone by and with the more information that we've been exposed to, I think people have been able to make uh, better choices with the things that they are consuming. And therefore, by creating a space like the vegan goods market, that makes it easy and convenient for people to come and, you know, enjoy cruelty-free um, offers. It just creates a, a bigger community and a growing community that people can come and, you know, speak to each other, learn from each other and just enjoy a space that, you know, you don't have to question if there are any animal um, animal offerings or not um, or offerings that are made with um, animal products in. Mm. There's also some live music uh, chat to us about the performance uh, that's going to be on board by Michaela Kleinsmith. Yes, so we um, always, with our markets, we aim to um, support and and collaborate with uh, local artists, um, specifically those that are either based in Cape Town, but specifically um, local artists um, like Michaela Kleinsmith. Um, last week we had Alexis Peterson um, with her band called, uh, um, uh, with her band Theo and, and uh, uh Sorry, I, I completely uh, forgot her name. I'm, I'm, it's I'm fine. To May, sorry. Um, and uh, this week we're going to be having Michaela Kleinsmith. Um, we have people who come to our market to um, provide a, you know, an ambiance that will match the, the the space that matches the 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 vibe that we are trying to create. And it just it's it's uh, Michaela will be coming with a guitar to play some acoustic music. Uh, between two time slots from 11 o'clock uh, tomorrow. So it just creates another um, another kind of entertainment and, and, and ambiance that, that really um, suits the, the vibe and the energy of the market that we're trying to create. And people absolutely love it. Mm. And and the fact that uh, you're, able, you're able to bring your doggy with to the market, that's also a, a plus for your market. 
Definitely, definitely. People are always looking for spaces to bring their um, their furry friends to. And we have a beautiful space that is open um, and free for, for people to come and bring their doggies, but also to make sure that people need to bring their, their human friend as well to make sure that they, um, you know, look after their doggies as they are not allowed in the, um, in the food market, a marquee, um, for food and safety reasons, of course. Unfortunately, I've got a cat, so that won't go very well. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, we you... do from time to time. Um, oh. uh, we do from time to time also have uh, doggy adoption and also kitty adoption oh, that's um, nice. facilities and, and organizations that we collaborate with to come and bring the adoptees to the market. Um, and this kind of, because of the, the community that, that comes and supports the market, we know that they would also be interested in finding, you know, um, fostering foster homes or um, adopt adoption homes for you know a uh, uh, family that mm. really needs the homes chatting this morning to sean robertson the organizer of the vegan and thrift market out in takai for people who are visiting because we know that we have a number of tourists in the country uh, and and uh, not only sort of uh, international tourists but also local tourists in the country some people tend to take leave rather in february than over the big days where are you situated exactly in Tokai, Sean? So we are at the range in Tokai and that is on Open Road and that will, that's where the entrance will be and you'll see the vegan goods market featuring the, the fest. Uh, it will be quite big on the side of the road. We've got uh, some good signage um, and you wouldn't miss it. On Open Road uh, at the range in Tokai tomorrow um, on the 1st of February and after that every first Sunday of the month from 10 until 3. Sean Robinson, thank you very much chatting to us about the, the uh, vegan and thrift market out in Tukai. Very good morning to you and welcome to the show. If you have anything that you'd love to contribute in terms of your particular event, you can send an email to vickys at primemedia.co.za. Weekend Breakfast with Zane Johnson. In for Sarah Jane Makwala King on Cape Talk. Joining me on the line now is uh, Cape Town City Ballet's CEO, Debbie Turner. Debbie, a very good morning to you and, and welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you very much. You've decided to start off this particular year with Cinderella at the Artscape, isn't it? Yes, that's correct. It'll be open today. Mm. Uh, chat to us about the cast because I see we have two international guests um, uh, appearing uh, Vadim Muntagiov uh, no, no, let me try that one again uh, Muntaginov uh, and then also he is the principal of the Royal Ballet and then Tatiana Melnik uh, the principal of the Hungarian National Ballet will perform um, the, you know, uh, the Cape Town City's Ballet Spectacular uh, uh, production with Veronica Paper is totally totally amazing chat to us about how you put this together and uh, when does the season start and uh, and what can we look forward to? Well, the season starts today. We have a three o'clock performance the matinee with the Cape Town Philharmonic Orchestra and uh, then we have an, an additional performance this evening and we continue right up until the 19th of February. There are in fact uh, six casts of Cinderella, Cinderella's and her, and her prince um, and uh, our guest artists don't perform it at all performances so, you know, the Cinderella is largely, the cast is largely made up of the beautiful dancers of Cape Town City Ballet uh, that is very, you know, predominantly South African male and female dancers from all over the country. And um, tonight opens with our principal lady, Christelle Patterson, in the lead of Cinderella. 
with um, a guest artist from Birmingham Royal Ballet, whose name is Matt Dingman. Um, and then Vadim and Tatiana arrived, their first performances on the 11th, with many other um, South African casts in, in between that. Mm. Um, so, yes. And it runs from the 4th of February to the 19th of Fe- the 19th, February at the Artscape yes. Opera House. And, of course, bookings can be made at the Artscape Dialer Seat. Um, you know, Debbie, um, a- as the father of a ballerina and um, yes. a-, a daughter who's just completed her teaching diploma in, in ballet. Wonderful. Um, how big is, is ballet in Cape Town? And, and do we reach all the communities? Do we sort of, you know, profile every single community in, in Cape Town in terms of ballet? Ah, yes. Yes, we we actually do. Cape Town is, I mean, Cape Town is very has always had a very very large uh, ballet community, and but South Africa has a, a very large ballet community. Obviously, it's it's quite niche in terms of the performing arts. You know, um, we try to promote ballet as much as possible. We try to promote all performing arts. But the company is has, is is um, uh, a company of thirty eight dancers of huge diversity in terms of the South African population and age. So the age of the dancers is 19 to 35. Um, they are drawn from all parts of the country and fully representative of the South African community, which is really pleasing. Um, but, we're, you know, getting... Uh, it's so wonderful to hear that your daughter is, you know, has, has pursued um, the, the, the ballet um, study all the way through to her teaching because it's a, it's a difficult art form and it's very challenging and requires a lot of time. And so it's, it's inspiring to hear that young people are, are still, you know, studying classical ballet to be teachers because it's a, it's a precarious, it's a precar- precarious uh, career. Mm. Well, it can be. And, and COVID taught us that. But at the same time, the passion and um, love that everybody brings uh, to dance at Cape Town City Ballet, and uh, it's, it's just very inspiring. Mm. And, and of course, the support of the Cape Town Philharmonic Orchestra is absolutely yes. vital in this. Uh, t- chat to us about, the, we, we all are familiar with the story of Cinderella. Ha- have you adapted anything? And, uh, you know, has Veronica Pepper stuck to the sort of classical form of it? She, she absolutely has, yes. Um, you know, the, 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 the only thing that, that, that doesn't uh, appear in the ballet is the is the, is the the wicked stepmother, but of course the ugly sisters, who um, I think are bound to steal the show in certain moments, um, is played by Mervyn Williams, who is um, a, a, a a company member that has been with Cape Town City Ballet for 36 years. Started as a very young man, and is now play, playing the ugly, ugly sister opposite Marcel Mayer, who's a well-known actor in Cape Town. But the story is traditional. It's the you know it's the the kitchen scene with the, the ugly sisters getting ready to go to the ball and Cinderella doesn't have her clothes, you know, nice clothes to wear. And a, a fairy godmother arrives and she gets taken off in a carriage and magically attends the ball and the clock strikes and she has to leave and she leaves one of her sparkly shoes behind and she is, the prince picks up the shoe and goes on a search for her across the kingdom and finds her eventually. So it's very, very typically the Cinderella story with no adaptations. Chatting to Debbie Turner this morning, the CEO of Cape Town City Ballet, and uh, Cinderella is the story starting today at uh, the Artscape Theatre from the 4th to the 19th of February 2023, and bookings can be made through Dial a Seat, that's Artscape Dial a Seat, or through CompuTicket. Where did you find a glass slipper, Debbie? Oh, it's actually, <laughs> it's actually a sparkly point shoe. We 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 sequin um, 
all the pairs of point shoes that the different Cinderella's wear. So it, it looks like a glass slipper, but actually it's a very sparkly point shoe. We'll just make pretend it's a glass slipper for now. <laughs> Debbie Turner, thank you so much for your time this morning. She's the O of uh, City Cape Town City Ballet and, of course, Cinderella. I think it's – I don't know. Vicky, did you have um, sort of uh, ideas of becoming a ballerina? Every little girl at the age of five or six wants to do ballet. Uh, some of them, like my daughter, just got stuck there for many, many years and, uh, and went on to make a career out of it. Uh, but I think the exposure for children to ballet – think that is so essential so if you have a 10 year old 11 year old a six year old or eight year old take them along and cinderella is such a lovely story because children already know the story they are familiar with the story so the ballet just fascinates them and it's on at the artscape theater from the 9th uh, 4th to the 19th of february 2023 tickets are available for you through computer ticket or the artscape dialer seat